Theo Rossi, Ron Perlman, Mark Boone Jr., Kim Coates, Kenny Johnson, and Ryan frickin' Hurst. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Yep, here we go. Straight from the run. Hey, listen, so you just ran, what is it, 12 miles you run? No, no, no. Today, I had to cut it short for our, uh, uh, I ran 4.46 miles today. So five, nice. Just a little shy. And the reason being is I usually get up really early, right, with the kids and all that. But uh, Meg wanted to start that show, Stranger Things. I'm sure you've heard of that. I have. One episode in, I'm conked out i'm sleeping right she she watched you snoring with popcorn balls Ooh, in your nose. i just finished the popcorn and i am out like a light <laughs> and uh but i fell asleep on the couch she was up a little later and then when i got woken up like that i was gonna go, go make to bed the transition now. To, now i'm wide awake because i had just oh, slept for 45 God. minutes so oh, i was like just, Woo! what am yeah, i doing woo. So I slept a little later than normal and uh had to get the run in quick um but we're here it's super late in the season. Um, we got a lot going down. We're going to see each other in a few days with many others. I mean, you guys out there in beautiful land of Patreon, a little bit of YouTube, always on all our, you know, iTunes and Spotify, this podcast that Theo and I have been doing for a long time now. Do you understand what's going on this coming weekend? I mean, Theo Rossi, Ron Perlman, Mark Boone Jr., Kim Coates, Kenny Johnson, and Ryan frickin' Hurst are showing up in Niagara Falls, the Canadian side, for a Comic-Con, which, you know, you and I, we do three to five a year if we can, two to four, something like that. We do the best we can. We love our fans. Our charities win. We win. They a call them Comic Cons, but they're more like just like pop culture cons. They have everything. Pop culture cons. We call them that now. They have I was explaining that to someone yesterday. They, they said the people who weren't in the know, they go, wait a minute. I thought it was all like, you know, comic book and voice no, guys that go, no, no, it no. changed now. No, it's like people from other TV shows. There's movies. There's animated voices. There's it's it's originally based in the Comic-Con theory, but it's correct. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, it's my birthday weekend, which, you know, I don't celebrate those. And then um. Oh, it's, you're going to be celebrating with me and the I'm boys. Celebrating with probably like Kenny Johnson tackling. We, we might have to, yeah, we might have to, you know, throw throw you up against the wall and throw a tennis ball at your bum. <laughs> we used to call that game. asses up. That was a yeah. game called asses up when I was young. <laughs> we used to call um, it Asperger. Great game. <laughs> Great game. <laughs> and then, uh, did you play it like I played it where they had the wall, everybody was playing against the wall, and then you threw it, and whoever didn't, if you fumbled or didn't catch the ball and fly, you had to run and touch the wall, and while you were running to the wall, they hit you in the ass. <laughs> Such a great no, game. No, we did it completely different. Oh, Canadian rules. Yeah. We had seven guys, six guys, so we dig holes, big holes, put a circle around those seven holes. We put one foot in the circle, and one guy gets to roll it. If it lands in your hole, you pick it up and you whip it at somebody. If you hit that person, then they get a rock. If you miss, you get a rock. First one to get five rocks has to stand against the shack, and the other guys get tennis balls to whip as hard as they want from about eight paces out. And let me tell you, sometimes if we really didn't like the guy, we got that tennis ball wet. And that yeah. tennis ball wet 
Ooh. That's a tough one. See, we used to play with racquetballs, like the blue ball. So oh, oh, yeah. marks you would get on your on your bum. Boys your bum. will be boys. Woo! Yeah. And everybody used to play, but yeah, we called it asses up. And uh and ours was definitely aggressive. <laughs> These kids will never know. No, they'll never know. They'll and never they just, know. Well, they so, all, they all, they all know you're a movie star. The people you played asses up with, they certainly do in me. I'm ready I mean, to play again. I'll tear a hamstring. I'll play, but so, <laughs> so, so here we are. You know what? I was thinking about this today when I was running, right? So we got a bunch of these left. We got a bunch of, you know, people we got to get on. We keep saying it. We've been slacking a little and I apologize for that, for all the other stuff, the Q and A's and whatever else it's just been a bit of a hectic time with the kids out of school and kind of all that and life, i know it's all life life right and someone was saying this to me and tell me i want to talk about this briefly before we jump into this ridiculous episode right. is um oh and speaking of i'm going to be speaking to some guy if you're available i'll tell you uh there the emmy magazine is doing a thing on people who do like rewatch shows like ours wow they're talking to like the sopranos guys and they're talking wow. to uh people who do the office and all that and they wow. want to talk to us so yeah so i think wow. uh, no you go ahead and do it let me know how it goes <laughs> well i might i might just have to call you quick because i don't know what to say so i'm gonna be like this was all an accident who gives a shit um so and then he'll be like why do you make fun of the show i'm gonna be like i don't make fun of the show yeah, we don't have to we right. just have to say what we're gonna say so, so I was saying that, you know, somebody was just saying this thing of like, oh, you know, why don't you guys just, you know, talk about this and talk about that and all this other stuff. And I was thinking more and more, especially in the, in the world we live in, I've come to this conclusion that no matter what you say, sky is blue. You're going to have opposition. <laughs> like no matter what it is, it doesn't matter. So you put yourself in this kind of like no-win situation. And as people who are court jesters for a living, who yeah. want people to watch our work, you've been doing it longer than me. Yeah. It's really interesting. You know, you and I have been talking a lot about ditching like social media and like just getting just getting away from it all because it's so silly. The whole thing's silly, right? Yeah. And I think it's I think I'm trying to make others understand without saying that it's a bad thing. I think social media has a lot of really like good qualities. And I think that people sitting here and talking all day, there's a lot of talking heads on YouTube and podcasts that are just, everybody's giving their opinion and some people get listened to and some people don't. And I think it's great for them. Mm -hmm. What I was trying to explain to other people and even this weekend, people who were here, I was like, it's not great for me. <laughs> Is that now uh, you got that? Can you get it? Hang on one sec, Dia. Just keep rolling. No, go ahead. I'll talk. Someone's at my spot here. Wow, look at this. Someone's there. Who is it, as they say? Well, it's not gonna be a surprise like Charles Murray. I wanted those. You're the best. It's literally gonna be someone who's delivering something to him. Well, um, well, well, you see that live kids. Thank God bye. I got pants on. You got a package. Got a little package, and I needed that package. Is it boxers? My new glasses. I guess oh, glasses. New, glasses. That I oh, new snaps? Are they new clicks? Clicks. Yeah. Why don't you show people what those clicks do quick? Sure. Where are they? See, the reason why I need new ones are I... Show them what they do because it's this is what I've been dealing with for, I don't know, we're going close to 
14, 15 years now. Longer than that. Longer than that. Wow. And I got to tell you something. <laughs> to finish what I was just saying, I just think that you can't win in that game. So that's my opinion on that. And I hate opinions, but that's my opinion. No, but it's a good opinion. It's true, Rossi. I know. Because I'm looking at stuff that seems so absolutely logical that people are saying to me, it seems logical to me. And I'm watching like people get screamed at and I'm like, but they're just saying that. Oh, okay. So it's like, kind of like that. It's just a weird time. Are you ready? So I'm just going to keep it to myself on the ranch. Let me see. Tell them. Now, to go these are flicks, kids. Let me put them on. And a lot of you people who see me, it's a really good look. I'm gonna having a really good hair day. They call clicks. So you take them off, and you put them right there, and you can just have them there. All do the it time. again. Do it again. I'll do it one more time. Just for you, Theo Ross. You see that? Click and click, and they stay right there. And like that's why I can see everything. I can read. I don't need glasses to see, but I need to read. There you go. So those are always on you. Those are always on your neck. Pretty much. I wear my nicer ones for our podcast here. Right. I like doodling up a little bit for, for you and me and everybody out there. It's really interesting. I got to tell you, the clicks is the first time I ever saw it was on you. Don't really see them on anyone else. So you anyway, that's, really, that's really cool. That I mean, I'm obviously in one of my spots here in the Northeast and uh, Canada Post came and knock and that was kind of cool. That was pretty live. Anyway, you know what, Theo? The, the, the whole social media thing is like we've done this for two years now, you and me, and we're on there for a few reasons with our charities and sharing yeah. kindness and everything else. And once in a while, I'll, I'll spew a political thing, which I always somewhat regret because I, I, it's always from the heart for me. It's always from the heart. And you just said, it doesn't matter. The sky is blue. People are going to say it's green. The sky is the, there's always one moon. They're going to say there's 12. It doesn't matter what you say. Right. But the majority for you and me, at least 95% are really understanding, kind, and I don't mind a debate. I'll fucking debate till the cows come home. But don't get ugly. Don't get stupid. Don't get that with me. And you and me, from this whole, we've got this show, A pe- what, what a piece of work is, man. What number is this? This is number nine of 13. Wow. So after today, we only have four to go. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 we, and then we do have to do what we promise. We're going to get a bunch of people on. And then, you know, maybe and then we're uh, going to say goodbye. And then we're maybe say I goodbye. am. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you're sticking. I don't around. know yet. I'm I'm listen. I've had multiple talks with people. You're so good at this shit, Rossi. Take no. off with it. Take no, no, no. With it, had, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you something. I've had multiple talks with people. I'm like I've said, I'm always super honest. I and, and I just say what's on my mind, meaning that sometimes that changes because I'm yeah. fucking human is. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know how to, I don't, I guess I don't want to say I don't care because I care about everything. I don't have an interest in the things that I think that everyone gravitates towards to get their like, uh, hmm. do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit here and talk about a court case where I don't know the people. I'm not going to hmm. sit here and talk about politics that I don't really know. These are all opinions, right? At best, everything's an opinion. And why would I ever give my opinion on something that I don't fully know about? Now, if you ask me about a ranch, if you ask me about running, if you ask me about trying to be a dad and trying to be the best dad, if you ask me about acting, I know about that shit. But again, that's just my opinion on it. You look at acting different than I do. And I look at it, you know, so it's like, 
why would I think that mine matters? And, and again, I understand where people are like, yeah, but we just want to hear it. But no, because I think that's what's gotten us into this whole fucking mess is that everybody is sitting there giving their opinion and then they don't want to change it because they're so their ego has stopped them from like mm. looking a certain way. And for me, I love listening and observing because then I go, that sounds interesting. That works for you. That's great. That's like in this case of like a diet, if someone's like pushing a diet on me, they're like, you got to do this. You only got to eat pig's feet. And if you just eat pig's feet, it'll be the greatest <laughs> thing for you. And you literally floss with it. You sleep with it. You eat with it. And you'll be, you'll be, you'll be the lowest body fat you've ever had. And then I go, yeah, that's cool for you. I don't want to eat pig's feet, but I'm glad that you love it. I don't well, know. I, I, do, I do know that you and I have bounced off each other beautifully for two years with all the ups and the downs and the who cares and tons of love and fuck off and everything that comes along with sons of anarchy. That was our. Yes, that was our. That was our base. That was our yeah. base. But I know people are coming up to you. I know Hursty, Ryan Hurst has Hurst, talked to you. Yeah. Hurst has talked to me, Perlman, Perlman. You know, uh, Ronnie's talked people. to you. Yeah. So who knows what the road's going to be? But right now, for the next five or six weeks, it's you and me. And for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about season seven, episode nine. Nine. What a piece of work is man. Okay, now I'm going to help you out. Please. I know you know this, but I'm going to remind you. It's from Hamlet. Yep. It's one of his early monologues. Hamlet is reflecting at first admiringly and then despairingly at the human condition. Do you understand how Shakespeare had it all right. Shakespeare in the mid 1600s is writing about love, death, traitors, sabotage, hate, everything. Shakespeare had the human condition down. So good for Kurt. For yeah, throwing and he's been doing that a lot in the last season. I was just listening to Aristotle's Poetics yesterday. Mm. Um, big and- of you. Yeah, you know, I like to kind of get into some of you. Nice. stuff and really see like the basis of, you know, the, the only works they saved from him was his thoughts on the drama and what needed. And they constantly reference Hamlet and Shakespeare of, yeah. you know, obviously, if he would have just killed Claudius early, right, none of this yeah. would have happened and kind yeah. of all that stuff. But I think that this episode is important because it the one thing I want to say when we get into this is the show's not that fun anymore. Meaning like on like a, Hey, 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 I'm going to laugh a little. It's not no. at all. It's a great show. It's just yeah. not fun. It's, no. it's a dramatic, very dramatic, very heart wrenching show. Yeah. We've gone super to the dark side in it. And they try to get some humor here and there with Tig. They try it with Gemma. They try, but it's so overwhelmed by the looming darkness over the show yep. that it's even those are like, <laughs> like your laugh is kind of like <laughs> where back in the day, it was more like, oh, my God, that was, oh, wow. Oh, it's an attempt by Sutter and his team to just throw a little bit of, a, a little bit of that in there, knowing that this, this ride is coming to a screeching halt in five episodes. It's over. It's yeah, all. so so Jax is in bed again. He's with his. Hang son. on, I gotta say one thing. Drea's yeah. voice was the previously on Drea Dimatteo. Yeah, 
first time Drea got to hear her voice on the, I mean, you've done eight seasons of it or seven or eight, whatever yeah. I did. But Drea got to have a little voice in there. So there you go with Jax. Go ahead with his voice. So, yeah. so speaking of Drea, that's really interesting. So Drea was on in the beginning yeah. as a guest star, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. There's some pretty notorious stories because I was one of them. You were always a regular. There were there was some of us that were on as guest stars, and when huh. the show became an instant hit, kind of like season two, yeah, there were a lot of us who were like, "Hey, so we're we're part of it. Like, what about us?" And it's been now in the news a bunch, you know, from uh, uh, Taylor talked about it, Sheridan, that there was Sheridan. a guy, there was a guy in business affairs who was like, "Hey, go fuck yourself," who basically was like, "We don't need you." He was a real piece of work, that guy. He was a real piece of work, that guy, right? I'm sure he has no job now. But he was like, hey, we don't need you. Basically, go fuck yourself. And there were ones like me who were started as an extra who were like, hey, I'll, I'll take whatever you're offering. I just want to be on the show because I like my friends. And then there were other people who were like, hey, fuck off. Like, you know, Drea was kind of one of them who got another job and was like, see you later. Yeah. And they were like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? We have the greatest thing since sliced bread here. And they were like, I never really got that. Sliced bread is great and all, but so is like just a full baguette. But like, I, again, that has nothing to do with it. But <laughs> really makes no sense to me. You could just um, eat it as a baguette. This is why you've got to continue the podcast. Really? You no. Know? People love to hear that shit. shit about potatoes and sliced bread and pickle jars. Come on. Come on. So. So, but Wendy then. Wait, are you wrote, telling me? Are you telling me that that Drea ended season one into two was kind of maybe offered a more bigger starring with? No, they Tara. wanted her. She wanted to be a regular. She was like, "Hey, if you want me around, lock me in. Oh, I guarantee see. me something." And see, I wasn't part of those like, conversations. I was doing my thing. I didn't. Yeah, they were like, they were like, no. Okay. And then what? No, what they did for us, they said, "Yeah, we'll lock you in." But it was such a minimal lock-in, and I'm okay with saying it now. It was so minimal. Like, hey, we'll guarantee you 7 of 13. And what that means to the people listening is you'll definitely be in seven episodes. You might be in 13, but you'll definitely be in seven. And we're going to pay you this amount. You might be in 13, which means you'll make 13 episodes of that amount. But we're only guaranteeing you seven. And then you look at the seven and the money they're offering, and you go, well, I can't live on that. And I have to now say no to everything else. So Drea, who's obviously coming off The Sopranos, said, fuck off. Huge. She was huge. Huge. So good. And Taylor, same thing. He was like, I'm not fucking doing that. And they were like, great. We're going to kill you off. Whoa. Okay. That that escalated quickly. And for someone like me who didn't, you know, was more in a fear category, I was just like, okay, whatever you guys need, I'll, I'll be here and I'll figure it out, even if I have to work a second job. A lot of people, Opie, Piney, that started upsetting the balance. And, you know, I just talked about this with Charles Murray. Listen, it all comes from the top. But at the end of the day, there was a guy in there in that business affairs department who was fucking ruthless. And he was basically saying, and I made the big mistake where my agents and managers were on the phone with him and I was on being quiet. And I heard this guy talking and I was like, oh, you, want, you want to get on your motorcycle and go smack him around a little bit. Oh, man. I wanted to, you know, ragdoll this guy to the ground because I was like, wow, why would he like, I because you think like you're such an important part yeah. of the show. And he's basically saying you're not. Point is, Drea was gone. And then she came back. And I think she came back. What season? 
Five, three or four. Six. Three or four or five, maybe. Right. She, yeah. When she got high on drugs, I think that was four. I don't know why I say four, but I think it was four. I don't know. It was know. whenever Juice was on. It might have been four or five. Point is, yeah. she was gone for a few seasons. Yeah. And now here she is having this tremendous part in the show. And she comes to have an even bigger part as we start winding into. And what's funny is we were talking about your friend, Ray Liotta, who just passed. Ray and her did a show together with Jennifer Lopez. And it was, I think, during this time. Maybe. Wow. Good, good memory. Good job. I think, I think you're so. absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackson's in bed. Son's playing. Wendy comes in. Nobody has slept. That's the theory, right? Nobody has slept because of this Bobby situation. That's or, I just wrote down, everybody's talking about, hey, how did you sleep? Like, shit, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's talking about their sleep, right? There's no birds in Gemma's cage. And did you like that line, Theo, when Nero goes, hey, you want me to take that cage out of here? And Gemma says, no. It's where it belongs. Yeah, I love that because that was and, in a reference to like basically every where it belongs. It was some. He's talking about himself. Like I'm here. This is where I belong. Yeah. It's a it's a real subconscious thing about herself. Nero wants to, her to move to the ranch and please. And she goes, no, no, it's where it belongs. Gemma is exactly where she belongs. Right there. Right. And she's not going anywhere. That's that's what she's. Yeah. And, and and again, this goes back to and, and I hate humanizing Gemma, but it's also some people who don't believe they deserve any better. She's starting yeah. to, to feel 100 percent. I think she's starting to feel the weight of like. I don't deserve any better. That's exactly right, bro. Right. So now you got juice in the prison transport. Yep. All Bobby, his convicts. Yeah. What everybody Bobby's in agony. No hand, he, no eye. You remember the way we used to do those prison transports, right? It would be in the back of the TM lot. Yeah. Everybody would come and sit in there. They'd black out the windows. Yeah. And people, the, the grips and everybody would shake the van like it it's was. Called the poor, it's called the poor man's process, guys. They would like shake the van. There'd be like six guys. Bobby and his team would just be going, not Bobby, Bobby, but the grip Bobby. Yeah. He, he, they'd be all shaking. Do we, do we do it now? Yeah, do it now. And a little, a little lighter, guys. Whoa, a little lighter. Cut, cut, cut. A little, little lighter, guys. Like you're like on a stagecoach. Like you guys, your head's hitting the top. They're so excited to be doing something like that, right? And they'd go and uh rap. And I'd go, Oh, should I stay for lunch? Okay, yeah, I guess I'll say what time is lunch? I'll stay for lunch. And because <laughs> you do it in 20 minutes. You go through two hours of makeup, get all the tattoos on, you do a 20 minute <laughs> And you're done for the day, Theo. Thanks, Theo. That's it. Theo worked one or two days an episode. So Bobby's in agony, right? He's on the floor. Now we go to family breakfast, right? Everybody's there while the world is like falling apart. Um, he tells everybody to head to the cabin. And this kind of is a little pushback from Wendy. And I think a lot of this is coming from her talk with Nero, where she basically says, I want able to go to school. Yeah. And he's like, no, I want him at the cabin. Because obviously this kid is losing it a little. He says, did someone else die? Someone else die? Yeah, she says that. Yeah. He's completely losing it, this little five-year-old. He's come on, come on. And you guys all roll in. We all come yeah. to the cabin. We got the pastor's son there. And then Jack. Fuck, you gotta love Charlie. Well, now we I cut to it. 75 minutes of credits. This was at the point in the show where the credits rolled for the entire episode. Yeah, I, in fact, when I'm watching the show, because I know you like to have me have the who directed the episode. Yeah. It was 42 minutes in. Like <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's 42 minutes into the show. I think I missed it. Like, and then they go, Oh, executive producer by co-produced by, and then there'd be another two scenes and then, Oh, co, co, co-produced. And then the show's later. ending. It's like, and then the the show's the oh, directed by Peter Weller. And you just go, what the oh, fuck? Who has this many credits on a show? So, so, so hang, hang on, Theo. So when the pastor's son goes, and then Jack's poor, poor Charlie. I wonder if Charlie had issues with some of the writing. He goes, you got to trust me. And our boy, and then our guy goes, he goes, please stop saying that. Every time you do something else, bad happens. Repetitive beat. Everybody's onto it now. Poor Charlie. Repetitive beat of nothing happens good when you go, just trust me on this. Yeah. I'm, I'm on too many mushrooms to keep, to get angry. So it's repetitive beat of the line and the repetitive beat, which is going to come later. It's the biggest repetitive beat in the show is the kid watching Gemma again and Gemma feeling the urge to fucking talk out loud. Don't let no, me fucking get salty. I'm on too many mushrooms. I want too many mushrooms to get mad at this shit. It's lazy. Okay, it's lazy. Okay, it's fine. just lazy. So Tyler, Tyler walks in. You've yeah. gone full redneck. Tig has a funny attempted uh, line. It's yeah, a funny attempted that. line, which again is silly in today. Like it's just silly. Well, you know what, Theo? You know what? It is silly. And I got to tell you, I do remember a few of these moments, and I just remember going, "There's no use in arguing with anyone." No, Charles Murray was on last week. That was an incredible surprise that you. I mean, yeah. give it up oh, to you. Cool. And I surprised you. That's no surprise. The shit out of me. Yeah, didn't even know that was happening. But yeah. Charles Murray said it best. There was no point in arguing the lines anymore. In fact, I would read it and go, "Well, that's that's really not called for." No, but I'm going to say it anyway. In fact, I'm going to say it in one take and let's move on. And I'll nail it. Let's move on. That was what that was. Yeah, I mean, I have one coming up where I stick like a cannon up my ass and I, you know. I oh, mean, no, I, I want to talk. I want to talk. Yeah, about yeah. It. But again, this is this. You were we were at the point of the show now where there used to be. And I say used to with a small you. You used to say, hey, can we discuss like yeah, my intention here? No. At this point, it was say no. it and shut the fuck up. And you go, got it. Because there's a plan. There's a plan. There's a plan to get to the end. So. Okay, so this is uh, your double is the one flying out of the the the. I was stunned at that. I, that was like clearly your double. Oh no, and it was such a bad looking double with not even a dark like goatee. No. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Okay, so Montez comes running in. He's been hit by a tire tire iron. We all go running out. We all get on our fucking bikes, and the chase is on. And the first second unit riding was my double. And I'm going to myself, wait a minute. Why was I not asked to do that? Yeah, that and was, it was a cool move and all with the dirt. But, like, they cool kept the move. camera, like, right, this close. was not a far lens. They were, like, in his face. And it's clearly not Tick. I literally had to rewind it to make sure that that was an attempt at my double. And it was. Very bad. Very bad. I'm, I'm upset that I wasn't asked to do it that day. And, of course, DL. I'm going one like DL. Taking one for the team, wipes out. Now, of course, it wasn't really DL that wiped out, but it sure fucking looked like it when he hit that dirt. It looked like that one was good. That was a good one, really good one. And then so knock happy off the road, but then Tig comes and saves the day with the helmet on. Well, first of all, Tig does ride up, and this is my my point that you you know pointed out. They use my double. I don't know why. And then they had me going at forty miles an hour, pulling a pistol out. 
and aiming it while I'm riding with my left hand because you always got to have your you know throttle. And I'm I'm going pull over or the next one's in your head. We did that two or three times and it was exciting. But don't take your eye off the road for too long or you're down in the ditch. And then I I'm so glad you, you put that out there. Theo. Was that I, a Disney I, ranch? Yes. Got it. Yeah. Because there was and no one around. I wrote down because you just pointed it out. I mean, this was the only time that I never took my helmet off when I got off my bike, gun to our guy's head. Uh-huh. I kept it on. Pulled a full I, clay. I pulled a full clay. Helmet yeah. stayed on. Yeah. Only time in the show, kids. I, I should have fucking ripped it off. Now, anyway. now I will give you grace on this because. Well, yeah. With everything they did that happened, you would get off quick because he might have not gotten out of the truck (laughs) because he had shown that he was being rebellious. So it's just a tableau of watching someone with that little one that sucks. I I still got a really bad bone in my stomach watching it. Yeah. You don't want a bone in your stomach. No. Um, So now Unsa rolls up on the family. Um, Here's, do you want to know what I wrote? And then it First came of all, hang on. Sorry, one more thing. Sorry. Let's give it up to R.J. Smith, who played Grant McQueen, the guy who, his name's R.J. Smith, yeah. um, did a great job playing the he pastor's did. son. He's been great. great. job. He really, he was up for He's everything. To, you know, ch- ch- Chibs, everything that we did. I think uh, DL's coming up here. going to punch him in the face soon. Anyway, that was all good. Good. Oh, yeah. DL does come up, punches our guy right in the face. Yeah, and if you're going to get punched by DL, be careful. You might get punched. Be careful because you actually might get punched. Yeah. That's a very good point. So he was great. I want to give it up to him. Directed by Peter Weller. Go ahead, Unser Gemma. Okay. So Unser comes in, and I love when I write a question in my notes when I'm watching, and then the question gets answered before I'm done oh, yeah, yeah, writing. Yeah. He rolls up and brings up juice. And I was like, did Rat just hear that? Like he brings up juice with Rat standing there even though the camera shifts to Gemma. Then he grills Gemma. Yeah. And lets her know that, you know, the eight or whatever sheriff's going to come chat with her. Jerry and then Rat yeah, walks welcome. in. Yeah. And give it up for fucking Nico on this. Cause he just went. Nico heard it all. Nico's so good. Yeah. Brooke comes in, tells you to get out. Come on. He must've been excited for this episode. He had some scenes in this episode. He's he hot. He, yeah. was he was like sitting there, really went going over his script. He was kind of excited. This is exciting for him because this is first. Oh, he never he never left the set at nighttime. He would reflect on his nice little triumph that he had. He'd sit his little skinny ass yeah. going, good day, good day, right? Good, guys? Day. good day. Good day. This is and this might be like his final kind of big episode because now I don't know. And I gotta say something about Rat and Nico in general, how cool it must have felt for him <laughs> that he really is the one chosen out of everyone that was brought up. There were many prospects brought up through the time. Yeah. There were other members who kind of got made, but he made it like he won the race. He he made it right to the end. It's fucking great. Nico made it right to the end. Really cool. Yeah. And he's just such a great actor. So point is he then goes into full biker dick. <laughs> Want to be biker dick. Yeah. Want to be biker dick. And gives her, but at the same time, he's also kind of given Gemma the orders. Of course. Really direct. Like, of course. It's not Tig doing it. So no. much he knows, which probably would have worked better. Whatever. It's not Chibs. It's yeah. 
fucking I'm nowhere to be found. Yeah. You know where to be found. Like, wouldn't it have been better if Tig was like, hey mama, let's talk here. Hey, come here. I I would have pulled her by her chest. Yeah. Pulled her Isn't into me and go, hey, you come on, you come. You just come on. Come on. This is that is not a better scene? Of course. But Nico was great. He did it. No, fun. no, no. I, I I'm not again taking nothing away from Nico. I'm saying in making sense of the system of the lore of our show. Yeah. What did Gemma go? What the fuck? Who the fuck are you? You're an idiot. Get out of here. Take she'd come. Shib she'd come. There's no doubt about it. Whatever. So uh she's then Nero walks in and that's it. So here we go. Yeah. Juice getting ass probed. Um flashlight up the ass. So I was naked at this point all the time. I'd started with the naked push-ups. It started really with the diaper in season one. Um, it was a weird show to kind of just be naked on because you had done it a bunch. I had done it probably more than most is, you know, we had such like, we were all such a family. It was so casual. You come in with your silk robe. You're like, all right, what are we doing? But hey, usually talk, talk on yeah, your robe on. Let's do yeah. it. Ready? You uh-huh. never really minded it when it was like, cause we were so tight, everybody on the show, or if it was like, Tig was in the scene or Gemma was no. in the scene. But then you have like a guest star who you don't know. <laughs> and you're like. He's about to shove something up that you know what. Yeah. And you know he's nervous because it's the biggest show on television at the time. Biggest show on cable. And you're like. <laughs> so so he's nervous. And you're like, hey, nice to meet you. He definitely hey, has watched the show. And then yeah. you're like, hey, I'm about to disrobe and be fully fucking naked. So nice to meet you. Let's do this scene. And I'm only there for like one, you know, one scene. Two days out of the 10 day episode. You were suntanning in your backyard thinking about drinking margaritas that you didn't even drink anymore. That's what you were doing. I'll never forget them going like, so how do we want to shoot this? If he's against the wall, you know, with his arms up and do we want to go low? And I'm thinking that's like right up my asshole. (laughs) And then I'm like, do they want to like, where are they going to put the camera? And he decided on that really high over the ceiling. Remember they used to the ceiling? And I was like, well, that makes more sense, right? That'll feel better for me, less evasive. (laughs) And then... This guy, you know, the guy did a great job. He was way bigger than me. The guy was a big guy, right? He's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. He was a big guy. He and he was trying to stay in character and all that. Then that part comes. <laughs> but acting where, is there, you know that. You yeah, of course. And they go. He goes. Uh, you know, you gotta basically. Uh, there, you gotta put that somewhere. Put it somewhere. What a fucking funny thing that was because I was like, I remember we were sitting there and I was like, what do you, what do you want to do here? Like, how do, how are we doing this? And I was like, well, I'll just spit on it. No, so funny. What a great choice. I actually went, is it a little uncalled for? I don't No, No, it's not. It's actually perfect. Like that's what I wrote. I think it <laughs> I, plays into juice, not giving a fuck. I think that it, 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 uh, it, it, listen, they were trying to figure out a way to get me in the show, and there was a means to an end. Yeah. And uh, here's what you and I have said a thousand times: even if you're in it for two scenes, at least you're doing something. Yeah. So, Gemma's with the sheriff. Um, I have so many fucking problems with this scene, but I'm going to let you tell. Yeah. Me. So listen, we'll just jump in, okay? So she's in a pickle. There's a, there's a big pickle jar going on here. And Juice is still going along with the big lie. And then I went, oh, boy, Gemma's getting into the dirty Harriet. And 
the lines like you're on the club's dime and Chibs's dick. I went, wow. And cat fight, boom, scratch, slap. And you're just going, I wrote down that the people watching this, the audience, the millions of people watching this must've just been screaming at the television. You go Gemma. Yeah, you go with no repercussions of, cuffing her again putting her in jail no she gets away with it because she's Gemma Teller and this is a fictional show that was so fucking successful so that scene and did you see how Jari she just gets slapped so hard she falls on the grass over tea kettle (laughs) like ass over tea kettle like they they could have I mean if I was her I would have said totally I get it she's pushing me how about I just go against the wall? And go, go against like, hey, the wall, look. against the desk. But she did a Laurel and Hardy right. I don't, yeah. It looked like a Popeye episode. It I don't like a Popeye. Over the I just watched the, the one with Robin Williams again. Um, wow. So great movie, by the way. So his, yeah, there's a great story about Robin and his mom talking about seeing him in the boat. Remember the movie opens? Oh, uh, never forget. In the water? Yeah. Never forget. So. I think that that was a poor choice by stunts, a poor choice by Weller, because it it made her look like an absolute fool. Now, let's play the realism of it. The other cops would have come in and beat her with a billy club. Yeah. Severely. Hard. Their sheriff get literally thrown through a wall. And I'm going to I'm going to talk to the cameras on me, but this is what all the extras did looking through the glass. Uh, like they didn't move. No one moved. Like, like, Mr. Bill. Bill. Mr. Bill. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's stupid? What? 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 And here's what I just wrote. It's a the brawl. Brawl ensues, and of course, Gemma wins. This is a silly scene, and then I wrote, "It's a very Sutter scene." What I mean by that is like all the lines. I'll shoot you in the throat. I'll do like it's a very like yeah. You ever slap me again? I'll shoot you. Yeah. Even when she's leaving with Nero, she says something again off the cuff. That's it's a very like it's just stupid. I don't know. Well, no, you you you're onto something. It's just the realism of what really would have happened is out the window. Gone out the window. Sutter's on his own path. God bless that guy. And it is what it is. And that's where we're at. Great. And it's great. And everybody loves it. And it's great. So now the boys meet up with Marks. <laughs> the, the talk ensues. The boys that's meet how up. your boys talk to you. It's great. That's great. Yeah, we love it. Great. Okay. We love now it. What? Let's go. Let's move on. So okay. the, boy, the boys meet up with Mark and now Marks. And now we're going to have this talk, which is like very like. So look. I'll take over because I was in the scene here. I remember this day and you guys have to, you have to hear me here. There's two or three scenes that we all shot on this day. And we knew where the scene was leading to the next, to the next week because we all read the script and we shot it in order. So we all knew to get ready for the pain of losing Bobby, Mm. but we had to play none of that early we had to play beat by beat by beat and weller god bless him we did it all in order 
fine. So we show I up. I the set this day. I was there. Yeah, you did. I did. I do. I remember that. Good yeah, for you. I came well, to hang out with Bobby. For Bobby. For Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Big talk. Big talk. Big talk. Four o'clock. We'll see Bobby live. Come back. Great. That's what's going to happen. So we all take off. Tig and Happy at the grave site. Great. This is a pretty famous line here where I go. You know why I like teaming up with you, Hap? Because when we do, I'm the normal one. You know. Can you explain yeah. something to me here? Sure. You and Hap, and I might have, maybe I like went to time my shoe or something. Um, you and Happy are with the body, the preacher body. Yeah. Then it cuts to Jacks and Chibs with the body. No. Is see, what, we, what we're doing is we we need we need the head of the pastor and we need to put it on a, a, a fake body, a different body. That's the deal. They're going to get the body. We're going to get the head or we're, or we're getting the body, I think. And they're getting the head. I think that's the way it went down. Where are you getting? So the one you're with, with happy is someone else's body, someone else's body. We need your body. That's right. And Jax and Quinn and Charlie and Chibs are getting the head. That's of the right. preacher that, of the preacher. That's correct. I and I wrote that I'm fully confused because there was no break. It goes from your scene to their scene. Yeah. No. Okay. That, yeah. There you go. And I go chips and jacks. A lot of bad smell acting going on. There was a lot of bad smell acting going on. <laughs> like no. Oh. Ah, oh. Ah. Yeah. That's bad all we can do to try and get through these fucking scenes, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, but yours, yours, yours and Happy's was really funny because, again, there's a dynamic that could be explored. Comedy works best when when there's two diametrically opposed like personalities and yours and his while they're linked in their lunacy tigs and uh tig and happy that the way your cadence is the way you guys react it worked well it worked well and also i gotta say dl made it work because my line's the funny line but the way he reacted was it give me give me give me give me a saw yeah like he just wanted to get the job over with he didn't really play along with the giggle giggle he had no time but i just was really reflecting going fuck i love having, hanging with you because i'm the normal one dude and he give me, okay. like it just was it kind of worked yeah, and he's very consistent and direct in his in his deliveries. So now Indian Hills arrives, and this is going to be a big setup. I realized this when they arrived. This is a big setup for the end of the season that yeah. they want to forum. And basically he can't get out of this one. This is this is it. They're gonna they're basically getting all the charters together and they're gonna figure out if what he did is justified. I didn't realize this is where the seed was planted, but an important moment is this in this scene for juice is at the end where he says, Chibs comes up with the idea where we need to get the phone to juice. And ultimately Chibs is basically saying like, you've made all the wrong decisions. (laughs) Let me just give some information of what we maybe should do here. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Kind of important. Good for those Indian Hill guys. They were Um, good. Those guys were good. Really good. Really good. Really solid. Really direct. Really good. You know, could have uh, lesser actors could have gone the other way. They weren't intimidated. They kind of nope. brought it to him. It they great. had a guy in the background. I, I really enjoyed that. And then now we go to Bobby with the hit squad and they break his jaw. This is a good scene for Bobby. Here's where I'm going to start 
get. Oh my god, I'm so glad. I'll let you keep going, but I wrote that. I said, Bobby, see, Boone is so so good in here. He is. He's getting punched out. He's just so real. He's just so good, right? Go ahead. But here's where my salt is going to start pouring. Yeah. They really did Boone shitty with the way, like his last moments before he died. What I mean by that is like Opie had this big ending. Juice has a big ending coming. Piney even had a big ending with Clay where he kind of had his nobility. They had it out. They had a nice four-page scene in that shot. They really fucked Bobby on this one. Yeah, they did. They did. Booney was such a champ and such a we don't such do the show. We don't do the show, show without him. A huge part such of the a whole part of the show. Of the whole so, war. Yeah. It was this, it, like I this is the other. last time we're gonna hear him speak. We don't know it yet, but that's the truth. We don't know it yet, but I'm saying that's as we know what's about to come, he didn't do anything that your fan the fans can sit there with. And Oh my yeah. God, what a great point. Can you imagine now in reflecting? Let's say Boone is missing a hand, he's missing an eye. What if he just kicks someone in the in the in the you know what? He yeah. turns over a table and he starts spewing something about something. So we could remember something. Yeah, something or saying something, like what saying saying anything. Like even if you think about Clay, where Clay kind of went out quiet too, where mm-hmm. he didn't really get to say anything. Clay had those moments before. He went out like a soldier, though. He went out like a soldier. And then he had those things in prison where he was like, you know what? I like pussy. And he was doing all those big scenes. Bobby kind of got relegated to like nothing here at this point. And I think that it was a disservice to him because I think maybe he could have said to this guy. And again, I'm just thinking from a writer perspective to this hit squad guy, like, you know what makes you different from me? You know why the club is so important? Like maybe he could have said yeah. something about the brotherhood he just, and the club. Said, and with a smile on his face. A smile. With, and then no matter where I'm died. going, I'm a better man than you. Right. And I know what my life's been without saying it like that. But right. we could have used a moment like that. God, that's good deal. And we Talk never about had brotherhood. It. Talk about why this matters. Yeah. Talk about each other's back. And and he never and it didn't happen. And I, I got mad about it. So oh, they break his jaw. Man. So good. Good. Good pickup. Nero drops Gemma, uh, talks of selling Diosa. We're back reiterating this point. Um, this Here's what I realized. This is what I wrote here. And I just want to say this because it's true. At this point, the show is so much about Gemma. These apps make me realize it. That the, these shows are truly, while Jax is leading the way, they're no, centering around Gemma. on the back burner now. Gemma's on the front burner now. She's yeah. on the front burner. And it's on high boil. Mm-hmm. She's on the front She's on the front burner. And and it, it everything is really going around her. Yeah. I, I just I I kind of disagree with that. It's fine, but I I think it I I disagree with it. So cops are no, no, hang on, hang on. Let's touch on that a little bit. I I I don't disagree. And I have something else to tell you. I don't even think Gemma would disagree. I don't think Katie would disagree. The problem, if I may, is the only other way to go were to bring all the club members in more. Well, that's out the window. Well, we can't keep doing the Jackson because he just keeps killing people. Mm. So where do you go? You go to the mom character. You go to the one that's probably responsible. Well, she is. She killed Tara. Had she had had you not helped her and saved her with that lie and that and you're doing you're being such a loyal, loyal club guy, none of this would happen. But then we wouldn't have a TV show. And don't so, forget she killed John too, in a way. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course she did. 
but she basically becomes the main main story point. Yeah. Okay. Cops arrive. Unser and uh, Unser and the sheriff. Eggly didn't give any info. Saskatoon's own Saskatchewan. <laughs> own. No, um, no, yeah, and no, no, good for her. But did you notice Dayton what he was wearing? It's called a new T-shirt. Wow. It was a brand new blue T-shirt. Yeah. They'd finally gotten rid of all the mustard. And they, they probably said, this, we can't wear this anymore. It's can't wear it anymore. It's walking home this t-shirt. It's walking home. In fact, it's on its way out your trailer walking. Look at your T-shirt walk. <laughs> we need so we're going to give you a new one. And Dane would go, what for? Like, yeah. why? Like, it's actually put it on. Really starting to smell in here. Yeah. He put it on. He's got a brand new blue one. Nice. Okay. So, so Jari. The dates don't work. What? The dates don't work. The dates don't work. Mm. And and <laughs> and, and Unsu says, don't let them know we were on to the lie. Let's see where this leads us. Okay. We know where it's going to lead you us. You know what I thought there at that moment? I wonder if the sheriff fully trusted him or if she thought he was going to go run and tell the club. Well, you know, I don't know, bro. Mm. But- what a what a crazy fucking character she played for these six or seven episodes in this season. The whole thing, she's getting smacked. She Tommy's going to take her over a trunk soon. Uh, yeah, like, like and yeah. she's kind of getting money, but she then says to to Gemma, "No, no, that money is needed because that's I'm a good cop." All over the map, this cop. all over the map. That character, yeah. So now the boys go to meet Marks and the crew. They've yep. got Bobby. Yeah, I was here. I was there when I told you I went up to it was very far away. It was like two hours from where we lived. Uh, yeah. Um. OK. They want to do it alone. I'll buy it. Sure. Um. I don't know. You were there. Tell me what you think about this whole thing. I think it's I, th- I think it's shocking. I think, again, it was a pure Sutter. It's going to actually be OK. In fact, it's going to be so okay. Everyone's gone. Everyone's frisked. Nothing's bad's going to happen. We're giving up, you know, um, McQueen. We're, they're going to give up Bobby, and we're all going to go home and have a smoke and a beer. That's truly what's going to happen. Oh, wait a minute. Bobby, and he just brought up so beautifully, didn't get a chance to really say stuff. He's got a ball in his mouth. And you can hear, if you listen, gun, 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 gun. He was saying, gun in my back, gun and and you could almost and before you know it, Mark says it out. Oh, before you know it, boom. Now, it's so shocking. It's just so shocking. I can't even imagine what the audience must have been thinking when they watched it, Theo. He's dying now in Jax's arms. And I think that maybe the execution, maybe it's the way they shot it. You don't see Bobby's face. No. He shoots him from the side. You see only his head. And then I thought, you know what would have made this scene better? Please, do Shoot the kid first. McQueen, yeah. Have Jack sit with that. Bobby standing there. And then shoot Bobby. But let him have a last look with Jax. Like, make it heartbreaking. Earn, you earn the debt. Like you've you've been playing this guy for seven years. Let Jax look at him and ja- and make and make Mark say something like, "I'm not done." 
and to show you I'm not done. You now you're going to listen to every word I say. Yeah, they could, and then, they could have done it that way easily. Yeah. And then they, they look at each other and he goes, bang. Like, get the last moment, like the Opie moment. Opie looks at Jack. Jack says his hand on the thing. You were there. You know how it is. But, like, it happened so fast. And it was shot from behind Bobby's head that, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Good for you. We missed that connection. Yeah. We missed the Bobby connection. And I think the character of, of Bobby Elvis, at the end, you, you, you pointed it out. Booney deserved a little more. He, he just deserved a little way, more. He deserved way more than that. He just deserved a little more. Um, so I think that they better not do a panel with us in Niagara because I'm coming off this and I'm going to tell Bobby that I thought that. Uh, no, no, that Come was on. He's, he's going to fucking agree with you. What are you crazy? Yeah, I don't like the way they shot it. I don't like the way the camera wasn't on his eyes. I don't like that. You didn't get to get the moment between him and Jax because then it all seems not unworthy. Um, and you know, no, no, and no, no, no. You're right, Theo. And also, I think the reason why <clears throat> we couldn't see Booney again at the end because he got shot in the head, the makeup, the blood, the craziness. Shoot him on the side of the head. Shoot him I the know. The Shoot him in, the, in his jaw. Shoot something. Him in yeah. Fucking neck, like you've done with no, Clay. I agree. Stupid. Yeah. So, who cares? Um, You're okay. Totally fucked as a club at this point, anyway. We're Crew so putting fun. Bobby in the van. Tears all around. Everybody's yeah. crying. Um, cut to Wendy mixing up some dope. I will say this was a good move because it actually looked like she was doing it for a second, and then it pulls back, and you realize she's well. Yeah. No doubt, good pickup. That was and good. not only did you think that she was doing it, you could then see her eyes wanting to do it yes. when she handed over to the mom. Yeah, very br- brilliantly played by by Drea. Brilliantly, you know, Peter really got the really good shots in there of making sure we saw the struggle of an addict. Always. That struggle never goes away. Yeah. That so was great. Yeah. And then Rat's watching and he has a nice little scene there, Rat. With uh, Again, nice nice scene, I said. Yeah. He wanted to apologize. She opens up to him. They mentioned love. I like that scene. I Well, I just wrote down. It's a little feeling of hope on SOA in that moment. A little bit of hope. We've had yeah, so much death, change, right? small change, right? Yeah. Small things equal big change down the road. If he can change now early, maybe it changes. You know, this is what exactly. I guess this is what you kind of try to do with kids and life, right? Exactly. When people, say, when people say things don't make a difference, I say, well, maybe they'll make a difference now, but they might make a difference in 30 years, in yeah. 40 years, if somebody remembers it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's why we preach kindness. And and right at yeah. this point, Rat is being kind. And, yeah. and finally, he learned a lesson from earlier. Yeah. I, like when, I like when characters learn lessons. Yes. Um. So Juice gets a, a book from Tully. And all this was the stuff to make the shank. This was funny. So can you explain to me what that is that pot you're pouring in there? No. no. Gun, gun pellets? What the no. fuck? No. So I remember this. You explain remember the-, the scene, please. Okay, you remember the prison was on. Uh, uh, um, the prison was on set. It was made, built by the great. We talked Tony about Medina. that. Is at the back end of that new studio that we had that we hardly ever used, and that's where you. Yeah, were. the great Tony Medina it used to be a hospital, which we no longer use anymore. You remember that's we used to have a right. hospital on set after Tara that's left. Right. The hospital was gone. We had a Never full, used it. We had a full hospital, and that was gone. Um, okay, so the point is. 
They're going to give you a shank, but they can't give it to you all at once. I don't know why. I guess this was like, let's show that we know prison life. Uh huh. It's a cap. They give it to me in parts. Right. The cigar cap. Then you put the metal in. You put sand inside of it. Sand. It was sand. Sand. And then you uh, use the electrical tape around it to make it tight. And that's how you make a shank in parts. Okay. Yeah. Some people use in prison, some people use a toothbrush. If you take the end of the back of a toothbrush, the plastic one, and you keep sharpening it, the end, you turn that into a shank. Great. I wish you as a character would have done this. Yeah, thanks, Bert. Hey, thanks. Okay. So, oh, good. Got my sand. I put pull my sand in. Wait, where's the tape? Oh, there's the tape. <laughs> Fuck, this is going to be a good shank. Why couldn't you just say that to make it easier for us? Let me tell you something. If they spent the amount of time they spent on me pouring the sand in the cigar <laughs> thing, if they, did that, if they did that with actual scenes of acting, it would be like Lawrence Olivier was yeah. fucking. The Emmy him. goes to Theo Rossi. The yeah. Emmy goes to Theo Rossi. Here's what they do, what they do when you have a two-page scene. They go, hey, listen, we got to get lunch, so we have two takes. Uh, when it comes to fucking putting sand in a cigar thing, they're like, guys, we're going to go into overtime. Hey, we got to call Grace. We're going to we got to get this sand. And I'm like, I don't think anybody cares. We could just just have him hand me just have him hand me a full shank. Oh, fuck. I love it. Fucking hey. So, OK. OK. Cabin, okay. right? We're in the cabin now. Go for it. So we go to the cabin. Charlie's crying. Bobby's dead. <clears throat> Gemma's reacting. Not happy times. Uh, it's pretty much all Gemma's fault. That's what I, Every, wrote I wrote. I wrote in big lines. All links back to Gemma. Yeah, all Gemma's fault. Uh, Jax tells Rat to dig a grave for Bobby. Sad times. Jack stares at Drea, Abel, and Thomas. Uh, okay, now it's into our crying preacher's mama and yeah, son. Can I tell you this is an unnecessary scene? Yeah, we don't need it anymore. What the fuck do we need? Why are we spending time with she gets to say you're a decent man, Jack. Can't have that with the club. And then Jax goes, I doubt that's true. We yeah. know all this. Don't need it. Repetitive beats. Repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. I don't fucking care. No one cares. I want to see the club. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, and by the way, everybody's whispering. Jax is in full whisper mode when he's with the uh, the preachers. Yeah, and everybody needs a lawyer. Uh, who cares? Who cares? Who Get cares? a lawyer. Yeah, lawyer. Jerry with chips, promising no more bud, uh, bloodshed. Or butt shed. You can go butt. You can go butt. No more butt shed on the roof of the car. Or no more bloodshed with the butt shed that you're about to shed your butt. They're in the shed with the butts. Okay, so like. Yep. Chibs tells Jerry everything about Marcus. She now knows all the info. She needs to move on Marks. Mm. And then I got a big long scene in the parking lot. Holy shite. shite. She goes, no, she goes, I, I got it. Listen. I've got one of these in the next episode that I'm going to talk about when it's my turn as Tig. Yeah. I know. And Tommy just loved her. I mean, as actresses, everything's great. It's fine. She's great. But, but what? If you have feelings for me, take me right here, right now. Mm-hmm. What? 
Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, so that's just for the show. Is it Theo Rossi? Yeah, sure. Is this like, let's get a little fucking in there for the show? Yeah. That's the only reason why it's there. John Cazale, one of the greatest actors to ever live, used to, they used to call him Mr. Questions, right? Because he'd go, why am I doing this? And then sometimes the director go, oh, because we're doing this. And you go, hmm. Okay, so why why would I? And they'd go, huh. And he'd just keep asking the question. Sometimes he didn't even want the answer. He just wants to make you think about. Think about why we're doing yeah. Why are we doing this? So at this wasn't point. Wasn't he in every best oh, picture? It wasn't Johnny. Uh, he was only in five films. Five movies. Career, and they all, nominated and for, all five were nominated for best, for best picture. Yeah. Yeah. Godfather won it. Wasn't he? Wasn't Conversation. He, Deer, Deer, Hunter, Deer Hunter and uh, so Deer Hunter Conversation Godfather oh movie, and the one Dog, with Dog Day, Dog Day Afternoon. Afternoon yeah and he was engaged to Meryl Streep he was he was sad lost him way too young yeah uh, brain uh, brain cancer yeah and he had it during Deer Hunter and De Niro and that's why I got to give so much credit to De Niro um, they did the insurance didn't want John to do the movie right, right. and De Niro basically put up the money yeah he did yeah. amazing. So point is, he would say, question. So if I was John Cazale and I was in this scene, I would go, why? Well, we, you know, that she wants to show that he's loyal. Why? You know what? Hey, hey, you got me. We're just doing it for the audience. And, okay, cool. and you guys out there in beautiful pod land, podcast land, and we love you so much. Did you see the look on Tommy's face? Like the look on Chib's face when he knew that the belts had to come out turnover get up there he just did it he just like there was no let's yeah. get this thing over with let's go let's just get this done let's get it done silly okay jack's watching bobby being pulled owls are whistling we're carrying the body oh let me tell you something about this guys that was a workout we did that it was a oneer, and a oneer means we're not going to do coverage jacks is on his bike he's going to pull out we're going to Take Bobby out, and we're going to move him around the corner of the side of the house. We did it 10 times. Was it really Bobby? It was really Bobby. Oh, wow. It was really Bobby. And it was really Bobby. And Bobby ain't 122 pounds. No. no and no, it was, he was sleeping, um, like really sleeping. It was beautiful. He knew it was his final night kind of thing. And whatever. The point was, it was on. And we got to work out that night. Yeah, I mean, with stuff in his pockets, he's he's got a little he's got a little weight on him. So, um, pulling the preacher's body, uh, and then Unser's piecing things together. Unser's yeah. in uh, Colombo. Trying to figure it all out. Yeah, yeah. Colombo Beretta, Kojak, whatever you want to call it, he's in it. Juice getting pulled out, and they throw me to solitary. Uh, throw juice to solitary, not me. I don't know who that guy is anymore. Um, yeah. And plan is changing. Uh, he you yells, take out your knife in there. You take out your knife, your shim. Don't you shim, shim the shank. Shim your shank, whatever you want to call it. Pull sand. that out. The Pull sand. that out. Yeah, and yeah. and what I recommended was let's pull it out because maybe he'll kill himself. Wow. They didn't. They didn't care. Um, but that's what I, I wanted. I did a take where like I pulled it out and I was like nervous about kind of where I was. And I was like, I kind of started putting it like near my neck. It didn't go for it. Um, but, it no, they were like, we have, we have five. Don't be thinking too much. We got to get, we're getting yeah, out of here. To the preacher's wife. 
Yeah. We got to get back to this. We got it. We got it. <laughs> this is not important. Um, <laughs> so then uh, uh, Gemma wants time with Bobby. And uh, here we go. Let's let's get into soap opera mode. Young and the Restless. So uh, Gemma's going to talk out loud again. This kid's going to grab a cookie and go sit front row. And he's going to listen. That's so funny. She put, I just want to point out one thing. So Gemma... She wants some time with the dead body on the picnic bench. We had to put him on a picnic bench. So he's on a picnic bench. And Abel grabs a cookie, like you just said, and here's Gemma crying, and she's begging for forgiveness. Yeah. I didn't see this coming. (laughs) You knew it was going to happen, didn't you? And she's begging for forgiveness. And you just go, it's great. It's great. But you don't need to say anything. You need to just look at him, douse him with tears, shake your head, and we know what's going on inside of her head. It's my fault. It's my fault. But when you go, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I get it. We don't give the audience enough credit sometimes. You got to give it to them. You got to give it to them. But not in these moments. Yeah. Didn't, didn't leave any of it. Yep. And, and, and I'm always, I'm big on this and, and, and especially in writing sense where I'm like, wait a second, you got to ride the fine line of like, when do you treat your audience smarter? Yeah. And when do you let them do the work and when do you spoon feed them? Right. And there's, there's a, I get it right. There are things that I feel are so obvious when I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, didn't you notice that that's to do with this? And someone goes, I didn't even notice that. And I'm like, Oh, so there is a fine line of confusion and giving too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe I know too much, but I'm curious to hear from people if they thought her talking out loud again. Yeah, maybe was, we're completely, yeah, maybe they loved it. Who knows? Yeah, maybe Let's we're see. in the wrong sense. Yeah, maybe we're in the wrong, maybe we were too close to it. And then Marx is being arrested and uh, the boys are watching. And, uh, Jackson Chips, they see it. Nice wide panorama. I mean, again, Peter Weller was pretty famous for some of his shots, and he really knew the camera. But I love as Jax rides by all the street. He stares at he stares at um, Marcus's guy. What's his name? Mar- again? Oh, the Kill Squad guy. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Remember. Um, I can't remember his name now. No, it's a religious name. Moses. Moses. He's staring at Moses, and you just know. His time's coming. His time's coming. Buddy. And I know it's coming too, only because there's a famous picture. I don't know when, but I know it's coming. Yeah, we'll talk about that one. Okay, we'll so here's the that. deal. There you go. There's the scene. There's the episode. And yep. I want to ask, I want to ask you something. Sure. Because I'm riding behind you on this for us. Are we telling everybody what the next episode will be? Are we letting them know? Or do you want to surprise them? Or how no, do you let's fucking them? let's surprise them because things change? Let's surprise him because things change. Okay, there you go. Guess what? Happy, happy Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Patreon, Tuesday, and all that, all that incredible t-shirts. How did Caesar do? How'd we yeah, do? I'm excited about that. They those started shipping, I think. So I'm excited for people to get those. Okay, that, that was great. Uh, we now only have four shows left to review. Fuck. We got to talk to Pearl. We got to talk to a few others. Yeah. We'll it wrap it up sometime in the summer. We're going to wrap it up and then we'll kick you in your skinny, beautiful butt and see where you want to take this whole thing. Hasta la vista, baby. I'm Papa the Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Papa the Sailor Man.
Isn't that amazing that you remember things years and years later that just think well, even if you haven't heard them? Isn't that true? And like we lost Robin too young. We lost Ray Liotta too young. Like we're using losing some men and women in this business that were powerhouses in their own talent, just too young. I want to give it up to Ray Liotta for a second because I wrote something that you and I talk about. And uh, I did not have, I'd never met Ray. I've been at uh, events with Ray. I met him yeah. briefly at the Mickey Blue Eyes premiere, I believe. Yeah. And speaking of eyes, the eyes never lie. In no. Mm-mm. Ray did a movie that I love called No Escape. Obviously, mm. Goodfellas is the ultimate performance of an actor because he gets to carry all the different sides from young to addict to on the run and everything amongst giants. We take for granted that that's probably the best performance in the movie because Pesci has such a loud performance. De Niro is De Niro. Paul Savino, we can go on and on and on. Paul Savino, Scorsese. Deborah Winger, Deborah Winger. Come on, Deborah Winger. And we can go on and on and on and on. But you got a guy who's in the center of that. Ray freaking Leota, man. You got a guy who no one knew who's driving that movie, one of the greatest movies of all time. He's driving it. Come on. That's, That's something that lives forever. You talk about art living for eternity. So sad that, you know, like many others, it's not just because people are in the public eye. Um, he was like very, many very others. young. Exactly he was right. Very young. Yeah. He was very young. And um, I I I don't I, I don't believe in time and all that kind of stuff, but I know that he had some other stuff in him that I'm that we're not gonna see now. So I'm gonna enjoy the stuff that he left for us. Yeah. And uh, I hope that his family is great. Um, but yeah. So we got time left, and uh, we love y'all. And thanks hey for man, watching. I'm going to see you in the flesh. See you in a couple of days. I'll see you on Friday in the flesh. Bring those new glasses, and I'm bringing I'm bringing my new clicks to show them to you. Yeah, and you, me, Perlman, Kenny, Booney, and Ryan. Are you joking? No, oh, it's going to be a lot of cool be, And it's your birthday weekend. Woo! You're turning 32. That's just amazing. Go shorty. It's your birthday. All it's, right. your be- it's a party. Goodbye. See you, Rossi. Love, Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the Theory Team, the team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So 
Shout out to the entire Theory team. Uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans. And I'm fortunate and proud to have them.